I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oh, God. Uh, I've had a shit day. This isn't a bit. I really have had a terrible day. The air compressor in my car broke, so my cars spewing out magma air in this summer heat and then my phone had to get upgraded and messed up a bunch of crap all the apps are messed up the phone numbers wrong had to be on the phone with my phone provider for like hours i have to go to the dmv because the registration of my car is expired i didn't realize it ah hey, if you want to help a friend out subscribe to my patreon at patreon.com slash matthew donald there you can find bonus content for Paleo Bites, like where we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about walking with dinosaurs. Yeah! The classic 1999 BBC documentary classic. I said classic twice. It's because I've had a crap day! My brain is just spaghetti and ants! I'm trying to turn these turd nuggets into gold nuggets, or however the saying goes. So subscribe to my Patreon. Link's in the description. Thank you for your support. Have a good day. Certainly a better day than I have! Roar, growl, snarl, bellow, Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast where Russell Crowe watched his ex-wife get eaten by a T-Rex and said, I'm Gladiator. Oh, ouch. Yep, and jokes like that, why this show has lasted 200 episodes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, happy 200th episode, Stephen. <laughs> happy 200th episode. Oh, Paleobites. You've been here since the very beginning. Episode two, actually. But you were there when actually you were there when we first started recording. I remember when you first explained to me, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Join me. And, and you're like, yes. It was my name is Matthew Donald, and each week for the last 200 weeks and infinite weeks onwards, <laughs> I and a rotating series guest co-host talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. And this week I'm joined by Stephen Curl. Yay. Yeah. And so we got a big one this week. As we should, it's the 200th episode. This is one I've been dreading to do for a while because <laughs> it's been changing a lot. Uh, but we'll get to it in a second. First off, though, uh, uh, what has been your favorite memory of this show? That's my dinosaur-related question. My favorite memory? Oh. My, my favorite was probably when we went to that library and recorded 
the episode on 10,000 BC and like, mm. Arco, uh, was it the lemur and other stuff? Because I yeah, like that library. Yeah. It was a cool setting. I also like the library where it first recorded. Library, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um very, very nice, relatively quiet, small space. Um, I don't know. I ha- I have a hard time picking one singular. I mean, it all kind of blends together. Doesn't they, it? they do, yeah. I mean, I just like doing on the show not only is it zany and fun but i actually learn a lot yeah well the thing is i learn a lot too that's like I, that's one of the reasons why i do it too I don't, i'm not just relaying this knowledge because i know it already <laughs> right right i mean i i contribute a little what I, of what i know with right. books etc but uh, you know i wind up co- co-hosting creatures with you that i've never even heard of so i know and that, it's sometimes fantastic I, sometimes i see these creatures and i'm like oh my god we gotta do an episode on this <laughs> exactly <laughs> so because, like, I learned of it. It's like, what is it I learned of recently? My, my, my friend Lawrence, he loves Alaska and Canada. So a lot of the Canadian Alaskan creatures we we mm. uh, do it together. And he also, his favorite dinosaur is Pachycephalosaurus. And I recently learned of a dinosaur called Alaska Cephalae. And I'm like, Lawrence, <laughs> come over here. <laughs> got another one. This got another one for him. <laughs> got <another> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that episode's probably going to be just me ranting and get, going into increasing rage because it's like, this one's different from Becky Cephalosaurus because of this minor thing. And I'm like, then how come Sticky Mouth? <laughs> Horner! It's Jack Horner again? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, it's not Jack Horner this time. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just, I'm saying, this one's different enough to be its own genus. But no, like, Alaska Cephalae can be its own thing. To be fair, Alaska Cephalae sounds cool, but Sticky Mullock also sounds cool, so... This is fun to say, Sticky Mullock. Yeah, the demon of river sticks. <laughs> so, uh, Draco Rex Hogwartsia, which used to be cooler because of Hogwartsia, and then, you know, a certain author threw their reputation down the toilet. Oh, good grief. Uh, I still have mixed feelings about all of that. Uh, once she dies, I feel like the Harry Potter popularity is going to explode. Because people are like, oh my god, we can buy stuff now without feeling guilty. Right. I guess so. Is <laughs> it going to have to come to that? I mean, good god. Uh, it might have to, because she's really good at using her money. She's really good at uh, getting money at every source she can and using it. Oh, man. Flat. From now on, I will buy her books used or all Betsy. Yeah, so, yeah. And as much as I'd love to go to the Harry Potter land, Universal Studios, you know, I mean, I might still I because mean, she's not not going to get money. I <laughs> I have um, friends in the LGBT community uh-huh. who they they describe it as they um, they have taken custody of Harry Potter yeah. from J.K. Yeah, so death like, of the author, sort they, of thing. right? Like, something like that. Yeah. So. Um, they find ways to just keep celebrating. Because, like, the world she created is incredible, like, and well, and the characters she created is incredible. They resonate with a lot of people, and you can't take that away from them, even if, like, the creator herself. Mm. And also, I still hold the theory that she what used to be okay or semi-okay, and then she got radicalized. Mm. I don't know if that's true, because people have started to be like, oh, they've always been problematic. And I don't know if that's true or that's them just trying to make themselves feel less bad about I've disliking heard, it now. I've heard theories that she's trans in the closet. I can see that. JK, I mean, she did use JK Rowling because, well, to be fair, she used that name because she wanted people to think she was a man at first because she thought that would make more. Right. And she wrote The Casual Vacancy. I forget what the name was, but under another male. So she could be a trans man. Okay. So, you know. Plot twist. But it's okay (laughs) because the the media we like, uh, Jurassic Park, has very good trans representation. Those dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) The whole plot hinges on trans dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and those trans frogs that they were it's all it all it's all thanks were, to the frogs got that, the dna from you know. alex jones warned us about those frogs <laughs> <laughs> anyways on that note speaking of jurassic park and speaking of jurassic park they were talking about a very special creature we're talking about spinosaurus yes yes and since this is a big and 
creature that's changed so much. It's like a freaking video game, just constantly going through patches. Just like so, so when you say changed so much, maybe explain to the audience, okay, so to the, to the listeners. We thought it was one thing, and then we thought it was another thing, and then we thought it was another, we just keep getting more evidence for it because our original fossil for it was found in, in the 1910s and then described formally and well, really shown the way it was in like 1920s and 30s. Right. So, and then there were changes in like the, the 90s and then. The 2000s. Also, it was the the best remains of it were in a museum in Munich that got bombed mm. by the Allies during World War II. So, uh, regrettable. Yeah, science lost to war. Mm. Tales old as time. Library of Alexandria. Right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, uh, so, but and then like in the 90s, we thought it was one thing, and then 2014, we thought it was another thing, and then 2020, we thought it was another thing, and then now in 2023, it's another thing because we just keep finding new evidence. Like actually, this thing was way weirder than we thought. So it just gets stranger and stranger. Yeah, exactly. So I thought the best way for us to talk about this thing, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I've lugged in this giant machine over here. Wait. What? Oh yeah, see it's over here. Oh yeah, the, the people at the coffee house. Is that where that thing is yeah, in the corner? Yeah, it uses like neutrons and like hadron colliders, you know, other sort of stuff. I'm gonna pull this lever here and push these buttons at the time port. So uh, we're gonna go on a time adventure. I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I mean, like we're gonna break a few rules in the space continuum. We're gonna go into our alternate selves from other from times past. Every time they try this in Star Trek, it does not work well. Oh, like what's science without a little risk? <laughs> 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 and I verified it. It works, by the way. Like I had the team that worked on the movie Oppenheimer then verify, you know, because Christopher Nolan, he's really good at like making sure all the science is right. So his team came and worked on this for me. So your justification for this is yeah, you're the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, you know, just like an Oppenheimer, you know, there's a chance that we could use this and it could ignite the whole atmosphere. But you know, what, what is <laughs> well, what's science not a little risk? So I'm gonna be entering the coordinates here. Beep, uh, beep, 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 well, beep, if you beep. think so. Okay. So and. Here we go! Ah! Welcome to Paleobites, the radio show where two Abercrombies talk squat and squabble about facts and fossils. My name is Matthew Donald, and today on this lovely Saturday evening on August 22nd, 1936, we'll be talking about stocks. Uh, hold up there, sir, not those kind of stocks, although those are just as extinct as our current market. Uh, the depression lingers on and we're digging it. And speaking of digging it, the stocks we're talking about are fossil stocks, the one representing great animals from times long past called dinosaurs. And joining me on this endeavor is my good friend and fellow Bruno, Stephen Crow. Hello, welcome. So happy to be here. Yes, come on, come on. Listen on this radio show after we listen to some lovely Billy Holiday. What fantastic wonder of the mineralogical world do you have here? Uh, oh, it's great. It's this wonderful creature called Spinosaurus. Hmm. Uh, have you heard of this Spinosaurus? Have you heard of any of these great lizards from eons past? I suspect it's something from the dinosaur family. It is something from the dinosaur family. What family in particular? Because there's more than one type of dinosaur, after all. Uh, it is a Carnosaur, a group of meat-eating dinosaurs related to Allosaurus and the like. Don't know Allosaurus? Don't be a scrub. <laughs> Size, 45 to 50 feet, slash 13 to 15 meters long, 5 to 6 tons. This ain't your average Joe dinosaur. Holy cow. This is not the dinosaur that could buy a beer on the market for a pence. <laughs> I bet this guy could lick any other dinosaur that walked its way. Oh, lick, you know, and, and eat all the fish and all the meats. Oh, it's just, it could eat all of them, man. Uh, I could go some for some good fish in the fish market. Have you gone to the fish market lately? Oh, boy, that's really... <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just passing by the street. There's a fish. Oh, God. <laughs> I, had some, I had some good fish the other day. <laughs> 
Is fish even expensive during the Depression? Everything was sure. expensive during the Depression because no one had any money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay. Dietus was a carnivore. This wasn't a vegetarian dinosaur. And it could snatch some impressive prey, too, with those meat hooks of his. Because unlike uh, the more famous one, Tyrannosaurus Rex, this one had bigger hands. Bigger, bigger hands, you say? Bigger hands, and with three claws, not like two, like T-Rex. Although we do think, some people think that T-Rex still had three. Nature is just so bizarre and baffling sometimes. It really with is. With three it's, fingers. It, three it's, fingers. It's the, the bee's knees, wouldn't you say? <laughs> the cat's pajamas. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was in the late Cretaceous, 99 to 94 million years ago. Ooh. Millions of years ago. That was quite a long time ago. <laughs> before even the Great Flood. Before even... The pyramids before the mammoths. And speaking of pyramids, it was found in Egypt. Must be be real hard-boiled cats to make it through those parts. <laughs> so you're, you're saying that this creature was swimming through the Nile before there was even a Nile? Absolutely. And back then, it might not have even been a desert. It might have been a marshland. That's just... That's and, just... What are you talking about <laughs> swimming? This wasn't an aquatic creature. This lived on land. <laughs> are you kooky? You're talking about a, a, a Egypt as a marsh. You're talking about a giant fish eater with three fingers. I don't know. Oh, Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy, man. <laughs> 1930s crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so when did they uh, first describe this strange fish uh, eater? I'm glad that your Brooklyn heritage just started to come out once more <laughs> when you've talked. Uh, we described it in 1918, only <laughs> 18 years ago. <laughs> So, relatively recent. Relatively recent. I okay. mean, the, the paleontology is always a newly developing field. In fact, I think uh, around this time, they have discovered a creature from Mongolia called Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Uh, Roy Chapman Andrews and his team, or Harry Field, Henry Osborne, I believe. And uh, mm. but Velociraptor that doesn't sound like it would be that that, that crazy. Not, not not that one's not the bee's knees. I don't think it's kind of little. You know? I heard I I heard something about that. It's like the size of a chicken. Yeah, like why why would anyone think that that one would be as swanky as Spinosaurus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna choose to put an animal in lights up on Broadway, are you gonna choose a chicken or you're going to choose this forty five foot monster with three fingers and giant teeth? And also a sail on its back, like a boat. Oh, what a, sa a living sailboat. Well, okay, well, I mean, okay, well, it did, uh, again, it was not aquatic. <laughs> it lived on land. <laughs> but what would an animal need with a sail if it's on land? Well, you know, since dinosaurs were cold-blooded monsters that were very slow and lizard-like, we think that it might have used it to warm itself up, basking in the sun, like a lizard does. Oh, I suppose that's logical. You know, because they're such cold-blooded monsters. Very slow. Very slow, dim-witted. Very dim-witted, very stupid. They might have mm. died due to drowning in their own dung or something, or whatever it is we believe at this time. I heard disease. Disease. Mammals ate their eggs. They died of boredom. That was a theory I heard on the on the funny pages. <laughs> funny for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. In terms of appearances and, like, the movies and the books and the shows and what have you, well, none there, but there's a fine specimen of it on display at the Munich Paleontological Museum. Some incredible remains there for us to study and gawk at for many, many years, I reckon. She Ooh. gave peepers over to Munich something fierce. I, I predict that this beautiful specimen will be there for generations to come. Absolutely! Nothing will go wrong. By the way, have you heard that of that of that Hitler fella rising in, like, Germany? Eh, eh, he's not a big He's deal. a pushover. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about him. So in this uh, fancy show that you listen to between lis uh, listening to great songs by with Sinatra around this time... <laughs> 
I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm, I'm a little bit cuckoo. I, I feel I, I get these visions in my head sometimes. I don't know why. I feel like that our consciousnesses have come from the future thanks to some weird machine. I, I, maybe I'm just talking crazy. Like I should go to the loony bin. You've been reading too much Edgar Rice Burroughs. I have been reading too much Edgar Rice, or like Jules Verne. Jules Verne. H.G. <laughs> Wells. Great, great writers of not this time, but a little bit further back. <laughs> 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 Uh, do you know they're making a movie called Wizard of Oz? That movie's not going to be that great. Out. Wizard it of Oz. silly. I read the book. It's about a scarecrow and a lion. Yeah, a scarecrow and a lion? How, what, what, kind of, what kind of thing is that? And they go down a road of some sort of color? And they want our children to be reading this material? That's ridiculous. Also, that Walt Disney fellow is about to release his first theatrical cartoon. What's a cartoon? Oh, uh, you, know, you remember, uh, was that one Steamboat Willie? It was like five minutes long, but this one's like an hour. <laughs> oh, the an the animated drawings that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. one's gonna be full length, like a like a movie movie. That's like a capid. Full that, length. Yeah, like feature length. Like a whole hour. Like a whole hour and a half. <laughs> like a movie. I don't know if I can sit still for that long. I don't know how they can keep the papers moving that long. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much rather talk about dinosaurs. Uh, wait, why, was, why are storms gathering? Storm, like, there seems to be some sort of storm gathering. Oh no, it's in the, it's in the room, it's lightning bolting us! Ah! Welcome to Paleo Bikes, dude. The show where Dino Bros, Dino Go. Righteous, dude. Righteous, man. <laughs> As if. It's the 90s, bro. Totally. It's time to be alive. Tubular. We're all, all going to be dead in two years when the planes fall from the sky. Y2K's so, coming, so enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while it lasts, folks, because we're nearing the end. Uh. My name is Matthew Donald, and each week on this radio show, after listening to like uh, Rolling Stones, no, that's older. I mean, I guess they're still around. And like around. Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> was Backstreet Boys in '98, or was that a little bit later? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, again, I've, I have these weird visions about time warps. Maybe it's because of all the. Maybe it's because of all the high I've been taking. Watching too much Doctor Who, man. Watching too much Doctor Who. You know, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out next year. Did you hear that? They're Get out. Yeah, it's going to be great. No, Everyone's going to love it. I can't wait. Yeah. It's called something like Phantom Phantom Threats? Phantom Menace? Phantom Threat. What are they going to do after Return of the Jedi? Oh, no, this is before Return of the Jedi. Before? Yeah, it's called a prequel. My mind is blown. I know. and on, but, the, but, but more... more um, on brand with this show we're talking about, though, yo, we're, ta we're talking, uh, there's a uh, dinosaur that is, we're going to talk about here, that's going to be in the upcoming third installment of the Jurassic Park series, oh. due to release after Y2K, so we might never see it. Oh, man. Oh, oh man, that sucks, I'm amped bro. for it, though. Yeah, man, that's, that's not righteous at all, man. It, it's not hip. <laughs> like the bird hips that are in Wait, no, lizard hips. <laughs> Time warp brain. Ah! <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about Spinosaurus. You know this one, Spinosaurus? You ever heard of it? I think I read about it in a book. Yeah. Like, had, had a weird... Yeah, yeah, you know, like those big, like, DK installed, like, 
like dinosaurs illustration books, you know, with that artwork. Yeah. It's really cool. It looked like a T-Rex, but it had a big fin or something. Oh, on its back. but the thing is that that art's from like the 70s is out there. We now didn't think it had a T-Rex head. We think it had a crocodile head now. No way. Yeah. It's pretty cool, dude. That's weird. I know. It's the bomb. <laughs> It's totally Trippinsville. <laughs> Trippinsville. <laughs> the 90s, man. <laughs> Did you ever watch a goofy movie? That's a, that Sounds... movie's never going to age. It's a perfect representation of this time. <laughs> I do need to rewatch it. It's uh... a good movie. <laughs> maybe, you can, maybe I can let you borrow the VHS at some point. <laughs> Just rewind it first. Yeah, rewind it first. They don't, the blockbuster does not like it if you give mm-hmm. it to them when they're, it's not rewind. No, it's not, not cool. Okay. Oh wait! Oh, speaking of dinosaurs, there is a Godzilla movie that just came out this year. Did you see it? I heard it was bad, but then some people say it was all right. I, mean, it was I really thought hype. It, I thought it was cool. It was yeah. Godzilla running around New York. I yeah, mean, and, what's... That, and that and that guy from Lion King is the is I, the head. I know, right? His acting's a little stiff, but you know, and there's a lot of Simpsons guys in it too, like Hank Azaria and <laughs> Nancy Cartwright have cameos. I like the French guy. The French guy's good. <laughs> yeah, that Roland Emmerich's going places, man. <laughs> So after Independence Day and Godzilla what and Stargates, what what could he do from here? Maybe he'll make a movie about Y2K. Maybe something about a giant blizzard. Ooh, yeah. Or, or really, maybe, really... maybe something about prehistoric times. Ooh. Nah, we're that daydreaming too we'll have to We'll have to evaluate that eventually, eventually. if he ever, we'll if he ever does that. Okay. But I feel like if he's going to do uh, – any, he might do a movie about a date that could destroy the world. But I don't think it's going to be Y2K. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what, though. But, hmm. Anyways, so uh, – uh, so, so Spinosaurus is a group of theropod dinosaurs. Did I say that? <laughs> a group of theropod dinosaurs that includes others like Baryonyx, which is like real tripping, bro. <laughs> you ever heard of Baryonyx? Bar- yeah, it's like a weird walking crocodile with, yeah. th- like with a big, big fingers. Claw, a heavy yeah, claw, yeah. as it were. It's heavy, man. <laughs> it's gnarly is what it it's is. Real it's gnarly, real gnarly, dude. <laughs> Gnarlesville. Gnarlesville. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> Size 50 to 55 feet, slash uh, 15 to 16.5 meters long, 5 to 6 tons. Very long, but not very heavy. Very lightly built, but still hella big. So this guy was bigger than T Rex. Uh, oh, I mean, close. I mean, like, I know that Jack Horner fellow who I very much appreciate and admire. Oh, the guy's a genius. Oh, he's absolutely great. He, he, th- he thinks that, like, T Rex might be a scavenger, man. So yeah, this thing could totally kill T Rex, dude. Oh, man. No contest. Yeah, like T-Rex is, I mean, like, they just, I mean, they did recently discover Giganotosaurus, too. So T-Rex, old news. Lame. Lame. <laughs> like, dumb buzzkill, man. Everyone brings up T-Rex as their biggest, as their favorite dinosaur. <laughs> what's fresh? Yeah, what's fresh? What's new? <laughs> so, if you think T-Rex is your favorite dinosaur, then eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a carnivore, and like you said, it might have been a super predator to even ate that lame scavenger T-Rex. Whoa, dude. Yeah. The, the Lake Cretaceous, 994 million years ago in Egypt. Ooh. Do you, like Stargates. <laughs> that movie Stargates. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did you think the dinosaurs had spaceships? Nah, that would be a good book. Maybe you could use the Stargate to go back to dinosaur times. Oh, that's cool. And then finally, the dinosaurs were also alien gods. Whoa. Well, look again. I've... That would explain a lot. The Egyptians had all those those animal heads. That's true. They did have all those animal heads. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. That that's the only explanation for it. I think that makes I heard, sense. I heard something about that in school. I need to. I need to. Yeah. Rethink. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, I did graduate college in like nineteen eighty eighty. 
89. So <laughs> the time is right this year. So yeah, it's been a while since I've been to college, man. The eighties, man, that was a real heavy time. <laughs> you know, kind of miss it. It's kind of, kind of die hard. It was a lot of fun, but it was also kind of harsh. That's true. Economy, I mean, economy dropped. Communists. Yeah, all those damn commies. <laughs> Thank God the USSR is no more. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, pop culture parents says one set to appear in the lawyer sequel to Jurassic Park. As I said, did you see the Jurassic Park movies, dude? They were the bomb. They were the bomb. You can't. Yeah. Did you see the last one where he went to San Diego, dude? Oh, I was on the edge of my seat. It was so cool. So exciting. <laughs> it was like Godzilla before Godzilla. American Godzilla. Right? Dog got eaten, though. I don't like that. I part. don't like the dog getting eaten. But I did like the the movie of like was it like Arnold Schwarzenegger's King Lear that what they had in the blockbuster? Oh, and now that you've mentioned it, <laughs> when's that movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger is still an incredible star. Uh, he hasn't like gotten into politics or anything like that that Reagan did from right. last decade. But he might. I don't know. Where, He's where not going to run for anything. No, be, who would vote for him? I don't know, and he can't run for president. He's also, he's not an American citizen, so he has to be something else. I mean, even if he ran for governor, I'd think it's a long shot. Uh, it is a long shot. It's, it'll never happen. Uh, anyways. Uh, but yeah, so this is a pretty cool dinosaur. Big round sail. You know, like, you know, very round. And like big, long, meaty legs. Like a like, Dimetrodon, but with... With two legs rather than four. Two, that's, yeah, that's just... And a crocodile head. Wow. Oh, it's really cool, man. It's giving uh, me brain freeze over uh, it. It's giving me brain freeze. <laughs> oh, my brain is starting to go wibbly wobbly almost as if there's a time ah! welcome to paleo bikes the podcast where dinosaurs are all about that style gangnam style that might be a dated reference. Dated like dinosaurs. Oh. Check out my mustache on my finger, dude. <laughs> Radiometric dated? <laughs> That's pretty cool, yeah. 2014, what a time to be alive. We have a great, great president, and we might have a great president next time, too. A woman, it turns out. I mean, yeah, I think it's about time for that. I think we've moved on enough as a society. I think she's got a shot. I think I think good old Clinton, she's, she's going to be great president. Can't imagine what would happen otherwise. <laughs> Well, we're talking about dinosaurs instead. We're not talking about politics, although <laughs> a lot of people on the on the Senate floor kind of are dinosaurs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 I heard old, good old Mitch McConnell's going to retire at some point, though. Hopefully soon. So I think in the next couple of years. Talk about a dinosaur. Yeah, absolutely. The dude's old. Can you imagine him being there for another 10 years? <laughs> uh, well, we're talking about a creature that's, oh, man, it's changed at least three times at this point. Really? Uh, yeah. Also, this is a podcast, by the way. I don't know if you've heard of this. They're kind of new, right? There's kind of a new thing going on. They've been around for a bit, but they're starting to get really big now. So but there's, there's not a lot of them anymore. I mean, there, there might, it might, might just be a fad. Just, an, just another trend, something that iTunes started. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But like, this is a dinosaur podcast, though. So I don't think there's any of those yet. Hmm. And there never will be, except for this one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's pretty good about beating them to the punch. Can you imagine starting a dinosaur podcast in 2019 or something? Ugh. Late to the game. The yeah, you missed the party there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ugh. Oh, man, that person really better let it go. <laughs> like the movie Frozen that came out last year. Did you see that movie? How could I not? It's a masterpiece. It, it, it's, everyone's seen it. Although I did kind of like Tangled a little bit. Well, maybe I'm a hipster that way. I'm such a hipster. Hey, don't <laughs> do not desecrate the magic voice of Idina Menzel. You mean Adela Dazim? <laughs> like, Idina Menzel. No, that reference to it. 
Oscars were John Travolta oh. said Adela Dazeem oh. that late earlier in 2014. Oops. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Spinosaurus, a group of theropod dinosaurs, and a group of tetranurian theropods. I'm a real Spinosaurus stan, personally. Uh, you know, there's some other ones like Irritator. And like, uh, there's someone, Sukamimus. Mm, other Spinosaurids, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Uh, in the 90s, particularly in 98, uh, there was a lot of Spinosaurus discovered by Paul Serino. I feel like we should have talked about that in 98. Sorry, I'm getting a weird time vortex travel brain head. Like, don't, don't worry about it. I've, I've been ta- taking, some, look, weed is legal in Colorado around this point, I think. So, like, <laughs> Lay off the ganja, man. <laughs> look, okay, I, I know. I got, look, I got, a, I, I, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, but like, so there's, there's been a lot of cool ones though, uh, that Paul Serena, I actually met him, uh, I think about a couple of years ago. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Was That's exciting. I think it was around like 2010 or so. Yeah. So like four years ago. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Was at a, he was talking at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science and I watched, it was great. Uh-huh. So yeah. Uh, size. All right, here we go. 55 to 60 feet long. So 16.5 to 18 meters long, but only 10 to 12 tons. Actually, actually, no, not only 10 to 12 tons. We used to think it was lightly built, but man, it was thick. <laughs> <laughs> Thick and huge. It could beat Chuck Norris in a fight slap that hard. I don't know. Even Chuck Norris. Mm, he can divide it. by zero after all. <laughs> can you he, imagine if Katniss had to fight this in the arena? Oh, absolutely. You know, Chuck Norris is in every Star Wars movie as the Force. Speaking <laughs> of you know, there may be some new Star Wars movies next. There's a new one coming out. Yeah, next. Disney bought yeah, Star Luke, Wars. I can't believe it. Yeah, that'll I'm be amazing. I can't, I can't wait. I'm sure the internet's going to love it. They're not going to argue about it at all. Well, unite us finally. Yes, <laughs> and they're gonna they're gonna base it off of the Thrawn trilogy and the books because Absolutely. that they always whole, say that's episode seven. They've got very detailed, it's been planned out. You know, like it's it's they've been working hard on this. It's not a cash grab at all. They're in it for the love. <laughs> Although I'm sure some people will legitimately love it if it was a cash grab. <laughs> so, anyways, diets carnivore, but more focused on piscivory than land predation. Mm, yes, uh, it fish. slayed those fish, and with its jaws, it could yeet them straight out of the river. <laughs> you know that big sawfish, Oncopristus? Have you heard of it? Oncopristus? Nah. Yeah, and this poor thing in paleo arts constantly getting yanked and yeeted and disemboweled by Spinosaurus. It's Oncopristus is the Tenotosaurus, the Spinosaurus is Denonicus. Ah. And yes, I'm aware that sentence is complete gibberish to anyone who isn't in on paleontology. <laughs> but, but if you know, you know. You know? <laughs> it made perfect sense to me so exactly so time late cretaceous 994 million years ago location egypt you've been to egypt lately it's going under some real unrest lately a real crisis yeah yeah, yeah all sorts of unrest and yeah um revolutions going on i think yeah there's hopefully, a coup there's a coup yeah hopefully it ends well <laughs> we'll find out i guess um described in 1918 pop culture appearances got its big claim to fame in jurassic park 3 of course where it's depicted as a big brutish bipedal badass rather than a quacking quake inducing quadruped we know what to be now <laughs> it was also in zoo tycoon dinosaur digs dinosaur King, uh, Carnivores 2, Primeval, Monsters Resurrected, Dino Dan, Planet Dinosaur, Primal Carnage, the Lamb for Time TV series, and most recently a Dinopot named Scorn in this summer's Transformers Age of Extinction. Dang. It was modeled out of this creature. He's been around the block. I, yeah. I just think it's crazy. We used to think this is a two-legged carnivore. And now I think it's one of the... And it kind of walked on its knuckles, too. Like there girl. finally is a four-legged carnivorous dinosaur. I know. Dinosaur. Isn't it crazy? It's weird. I can imagine there might be a movie at some point with a big four-legged carnivorous dinosaur as its villain. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if Hollywood's brave enough to ever do that. I mean, they did it. They did it back in when dinosaurs ruled the earth. So uh, I could true. see them doing. Well, that's something. old time. I mean, nothing new. Nothing right. New. I think right. it's like the 2020s or whatever the future's gonna. There'll never be a four-legged dinosaur. Uh, Before you meet you. Now you, Hollywood won't make that. Yeah, they're not brave again. enough. No. <laughs> Even if we know now that Spinosaurus had had four legs. 
Uh, it did have, well, the thing with the, uh, it's more recently, in terms of a change, uh, it had much shorter back legs now than we used to think it did. Mm. Yeah, you know, like rud shorter, like it was kind of like SWAT, you know. That's why we think it couldn't have, it had to have walked on four legs, because where were those arms go? The arms were big. So was it or was it not the biggest meat-eating carnivore? It was the heaviest. We, we now know it was really heavy. But in terms of length or height. It was the longest. I think it was the biggest. I think we do think it was the it's biggest. It's still the biggest. It's okay. the biggest, yeah. Just going to stand up very so tall. so weird that almost no one counts it. So. <laughs> and so, it's not the tallest. That'd be probably Giganotosaurus or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Let's see. Oh, That's was, just weird. It's 2014. Was that when Mapusaurus was? I mean, I don't know. After watching Spinosaurus completely devastate that T-Rex in Jurassic Park 3. Which we now know, unfortunately, is, is I know, incorrect. But, but because, like, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. But because, like, the T-Rex is a much stronger bite force, because it, it, his jaws more count for eating out fish, like Oncopristus. <laughs> exactly. So. But it's just weird to see the Spinosaurus like that. And then... Oh, here. Oh, by the way, it actually was like this big squatting uh, aquatic creature. Also, its tail like, wasn't what? round anymore. It had these like it had these kind of weird points where it was like, whoop, whoop. get out. Yeah, no, it's like no. kind of squarish now. Squarish. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't even make points. any sense. It's Squarosaurus, man. <laughs> I know this is the saddest series of events since Fault in Our Stars. Did you see that? Oh, uh, I cried so hard. It was so sad. Ooh. Almost as sad as Robin Williams dying. I, Oh. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about that. I think it just happened. It's been a hard year. Yeah. Mm. Thankfully, it's never going to get worse than this. <laughs> Especially with that ice bucket challenge. That's going to lead to good things. <laughs> <laughs> Bet it. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Spy Source is pretty cool. Uh, but oh, speaking of things to come, is that a storm ahead? <laughs> storm? Oh, wait, no, it's coming into the building. Ah! Ah! Uh, welcome to Paleolites, the podcast that's well, it's about fossils that have been cooped up inside the earth like we've been cooped up inside our houses. Yep, that's a good analogy for it. Yeah, I, I'm absolutely. about to fossilize if this quarantine goes on any longer. Absolutely. Oh, uh, man, this quarantine. This is... Coronavirus. I mean, I, I I hate to say it came out of nowhere because you know people. It's called COVID nineteen because we discovered it last year in twenty nineteen. Right. But we're just like, yeah, well, it's fine. You know? well, yeah, it's fine. It's all the way in China. It's not over here. Oh yeah, wait, wait, here wait, it is. We were a global society. <laughs> Planes. <laughs> you know, they predicted this happening with uh, uh, rise of the planet of the apes. Oh, that's true. Oh God, what if that's next? <laughs> <laughs> Look, at this point, I'll believe anything. This year's been hell. <laughs> There don't uh, be an improvement at this point. Oh, uh, that's, I mean, elections coming up and Donald Trump's probably going to win again, you know. Let's... I don't know. It's just getting really confusing and dicey. I do believe, though, if he does know, he'll go out with grace. I feel like that he'll, you know, just be like, you know what, he'll, I didn't want to be president anyway. He'll respect the process. He, he might just shut up and go hide. His, he's not going to do it. He'll just go play golf for the yeah, rest yeah, of his yeah, life. Yeah, and leave us all alone. He'll, he'll shut up finally. Here's the hoping. <laughs> anyway, so... What we're talking about uh, in our homes over Zoom. <laughs> so, remember Zoom? I was Skype for the longest time, and now we're using Zoom. Zoom just Zoomed out of nowhere, I swear. Yeah, suddenly everyone has Zoom. It's, it's, a, it's, it's become cultural. It really has. Uh, poor Skype. God's thunder thoroughly stolen. Um, anyway, so we're talking about Spirosaurus today and this show that has been going on for a few months now at this point. I've started at a really bad time. <laughs> One <laughs> well, record with friends for a while, and then, oh, wait, no, I suddenly can't see friends. 
at least people can listen anywhere without, oh, yeah, they can listen without masks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, and we have to record with masks most of the time. Well, because I do have a studio that I'm still at right now. And I know we have to use masks there, sure. unfortunately. Very right nice now, we're studio. recording over Zoom. So. We're talking about Spinosaurus. So it's a Spinosaur, a group of theropod dinosaurs split into subgroups Spinosaur Day and Baryonica Day. Baryonica Day. Uh, with poor little Valabanova venatrix. Say that five times fast. Yeah, you know Valabanova venatrix, that spinosaur from Spain that sounds like a wizard? (laughs) Yeah, apparently it's more primitive than the other two subgroups, I suppose. We gotta do that episode. Valabanova venatrix. Absolutely. (laughs) Venatrix is the female version of venator. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Venator, I barely know her anyway. <laughs> I heard that like there's a gladiator, and then they actually had female gladiators. Were they called, called gladiatrix? Gladiatrixes, yeah. yeah. Oh, executor, executrix. Right. So I had executrix in my book, Megazoic. Um, all of them come out at this point. So, they, um, yeah, so there was an executrix sola or something. So those books are, I mean, they're pretty good. They're going to blow up at any moment now just know it <laughs> with quarantine happening you know people just, gotta read <laughs> just so, keep just keep plugging away yeah. you'll, you'll, i'm working you'll on something there. new called tesla knots I don't know tesla knots yeah yeah it should be it should be all right we'll is that see. something to do with elon musk well actually no elon musk is cool still so yeah <laughs> so yeah it has something to do with elon musk i'm like no unfortunately it doesn't have anything to do with elon musk <laughs> But man, that'd be cool if it did. That guy is great. His reputation's secure for the He's rest of his life. He's a visionary. Yeah, modern day Tesla. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so size forty two to forty five feet, just so twelve to 13, 13 meters long, five to six tons. It's been shrunk down recently. I guess that Newt's tail that we'll talk about a bit did a number on its length. That's so weird. They shrunk it. Yeah, a lot of all our remains have were blown up in World War Two. <laughs> Man. Uh, so diet's a carnivore we still don't know if it's a full-on piscivore or an opportunistic predator I say why fit it in a box let it roam free unlike us <laughs> I'm on my third Rube Goldberg machine in my living room <laughs> I'm so jealous of Spinosaurus right now yeah my fourth binge watch of friends <laughs> been binge watching anything lately to pass the time going through lots and lots of Big Bang Theory oh yeah I mean it's a pretty good show I like it it ended just last year it ended a great time <laughs> <laughs> so uh, time, Lake Cretaceous, 99, 94 million years ago. Location, Egypt. A giant mm-hmm. empty desert with everyone crowded together alongside the Nile. Sounds nice. I miss crowds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm at the point where I want to just be full on in the middle of a mosh pit. Like, I, I hate concerts and people. At this point, I'm like, no, I need that human interaction. Yep. The only time I can see people is when I take a walk around the lake. And I just kind of wave at them from a, a distance. Right, right. <laughs> like, if I take one more lap around that lake, I'm going to go insane. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> get me somewhere else. Get me somewhere else. I'm going to travel the world. <laughs> Anywhere. What was it? Yemen. Give me there. Why not? It's different than here. <laughs> uh, Describe 1918. Pop culture appearances. Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic World Alive. The Bubble Game. Jurassic World The Game. Parkosaurus. Ark Survive the Evolve. Zoo Tycoon. Dinosaur King. Disney Show. Uh, Gigantosaurus. Yada, yada, yada. It's a lot. Okay. All over the place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Excellent. There, there's some other things that's been in from earlier times, but I, I feel like I've already mentioned them in some Not, weird. Nothing has depicted it in its weird no, no, water no. version. I, I did have it in my Megazoic books, but I had it as a mutant because it's been changing so much. I'm like, because once one of objects is mutants, ah. there's Pyrosail is what I called it because it's like parasol is what the name <laughs> But like Clever. It, it opened its jaws like an X. That's and it spewed fire. Yeah, nice. But so if anyone asks, like, why is it inaccurate? It's because it's a mutant. If there's ever a change, it's mutant. I, I'm it's working, my out. I'm working on a dinosaur book. Which Ooh, what's are, which, it about? It's about um, 
this boy in the Stone Age who winds up in an alternate universe with oh. dinosaurs. Oh, and, I'd love to go to an alternate yeah, universe yeah. right now. Exactly. <laughs> There's no COVID. It's good but, escapism. So. <laughs> but I am putting in the author's note for that book that all of the dinosaurs are up to date as of the publishing. That'd Please nice. forgive me if something gets outdated. Well, that's the thing. Like when I was writing um, a Megazoic books, I had this dinosaur, Amphicelius, <clears throat> which was, you know, big, big, long, super giant diplodoc diplodocid until there until that 2018 paper came out. It's like, ah! actually, no. <laughs> There's Marapunisaurus, which is a Rabacasauropod, and Amphicelius is like a measly 90 feet long. <laughs> 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 it's so weird. So, I mean, look, it changes a lot. Speaking of changing a lot, so we think this thing is now fully aquatic. Fully aquatic. Like, although some people still think it's more like a stork and like. Um, I don't know. People go back and forth. Some say that the stork theory might be more relevant again in a few years. I don't know. But like right now, right huh. a lot of people think it's mostly a quad. I just remember reading in the Jurassic Park uh, dinosaur field guide that there were no swimming dinosaurs. And now that has been disproven. Absolutely. No, this thing was, although Jurassic Park 3 had that down because like that's why I sort of swam. It swam in the boat. And yeah, but, the, and but this is a, there's a difference between swimming and being mostly a quad. I know, but I still think they got that down pretty, they, they got that pretty early. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, this one you had a new tail. It's crazy. Was that an extension of the sail? I don't know, or the skin. <laughs> I feel like they, well, actually, know if they have it in spoke. Like a rudder. Bones. It's a, yeah, it's like a rudder. <laughs> so how could they think it was like a store? I don't know. What's going to change? This thing's going to change constantly, man. Oh, uh, man, we just need to invent a time machine and go back and actually observe it. Ah, uh, no time machine. We shouldn't mess with that, man. <laughs> like, like, I feel like there's already been too much damage to space time continuum for, for just us existing, let alone us messing with it. Any right, further. right. Uh, some machine. Fair oh, enough. Well, wait, what is? Let's sort of like I feel like someone's messing with it right now. You say the weather lately? Yeah. What's going on out there? Twenty-seven-five. Welcome to Paleobites, the space cast, where dino knowledge goes galactic in your brain holes. <laughs> Stellar. Stellar, dude. They're bringing back some of that old Simon <laughs> sayings back when we were back on Earth, you know? <laughs> we didn't have cars that flew. <laughs> I know, right? Can you imagine a non-flying car? How 2050? <laughs> I know, how 2050 indeed. You know, they did used to think we'd have flying cars in 2015, but, you know, that was a bit ahead of its time. A little optimistic. A little optimistic. Uh, yeah. Uh, but speaking of back in time, though, we're talking about a new dinosaur. Well, not new dinosaur. I mean, it's always new. <laughs> it it changes forms faster than a quasar. Like, Dang. Like, it's like, it's constantly shifting, like, the universe itself. Our knowledge of it is constantly expanding, like, the universe itself. <laughs> and our empire of its knowledge is constantly expanding, like, our empire and the universe is expanding. Have you ever been to, have you seen the creatures on Europa? lately or on enceladus those things are just strange under the ice yeah under the ice and they've set up a little zoo there where you can look through like the ice we're still not disturbing this we're this is a nice future i'm sorry present <laughs> like nice this is an optimistic present <laughs> like, so we're just staring at it through our like x-ray goggles on the surface looking down mm -hmm. it's natural habitat without disturbing it mm -hmm. right, cool unlike how they used to run zoos in 2023 20, i don't know exactly well, i mean i'm a man <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we're talking about Spinosaurus, a group of theropod dinosaurs closely related to the Avisauridae, the group that once became more bird-like, like the winged Tyrannosaurus, Pterotyrannosauridae. Oh, one of, cosmic. one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. When they finally confirmed that T-Rex had wings, I know a lot of people were like, I knew it. <laughs> 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 I certainly was. I had that in my, in, 
well, not my books. I guess my my grandfather's. Oh, no, it is me. Uh, wait, time warp. That means that old monster movie, Triassic Attack, which is like over a hundred years old, predicted a flying T Rex. Oh my goodness, man! It's freaking galactic, <laughs> super galactic, super luminal, dude. Super luminal. <laughs> uh, size sixty to seventy feet, slash eighty to twenty-five feet. Your wingspan, uh, ten to twelve tons. It was a huge flyer. But thankfully, there are enough helium in its swim bladders, enough methane thrust from its rectum to maintain lift, which, you know, is pretty quasar, if you ask me. <laughs> That's just pulsar. Oh, very pulsar, indeed. Uh, it was an omnivore. It ate everything by Jupiter. <laughs> it was truly an all-eater. <laughs> Lake Cretaceous, 99, 94 million years ago. That has never changed since all of our, all of our times we have learned about this creature. We've always known it's from Lake Cretaceous, 99, so We've already had the date right. That's been the constant. The configuration has been different. <laughs> so... Location, Egypt, which has recently introduced its newest bot botanical reserve through its extensive phytoelectric programs, where they take all the you know, the trees and flowers planted on the Nile that use their photosynthesis by power of the villages. Beautiful. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that here in the good old DSA, the Divided States of America. Have you had dinner from the top of one of the new floating Neo pyramids? No, just that amazing. sounds amazing. Yes, so it's... Serve it's, space food. Yes. <laughs> Hey, don't knock Martian cuisine until you try That's it. That's true. You know, they, they are growing a lot of great plants on Mars. So that the way they grow crops, there, it does something to the texture of the food that the kid doesn't do on Earth because of mm. low gravity. And, there you go. Yeah, it's pretty good. Having Martian corn is like, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> it was described in 1918, many, many years ago, over 150. Uh, but our knowledge of paleontology is 250 years old at this point. So, mm. so it's... it's Wonderful time. Wonderful time to be alive. Just makes me wonder what else we're going to discover. I know. I know there's a lot of astropaleontologists out there trying to find bones on other planets that they don't have life now, but they did. Didn't they find something on Mars? Oh, that's true. They did find something on Mars. I forgot about that. My mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to uh, be a real, like, you know, uh, pulsar or or like gamma ray burst here, but the brewing the mood by forgetting stuff. <laughs> uh, so Pop Culture Bear says Jurassic Park 3 is where it all started. It made its triumphant return in Jurassic Galaxy. Yes! Yeah, that was a great legacy yes. sequel. So epic. It also starts, there's also Zootekun 1 and Zootekun 5. Jurassic Galaxy, the game. Many different dinosaur hollow shows. And you can also physically become one. The augmented reality VR game called Jurassic U. No kidding. Yeah, where you become a, t- a dinosaur. You ever hooked your brain to that? It's so cosmic, it's galactic, dude. <laughs> I spent 12 years as a Tenonicus tearing up how Tenontosaurus before I unplugged. And not even a picosecond passed in real life. Technology is the supernova, man. <laughs> you, you think I could use it to be a Microraptor? Just Possibly. soaring through the air. Oh, you, why would you be a Microraptor when you could be a T-Rex? Those soar through the air, too. Of course, even better. Yeah, Microraptor's puny, man. It's micro. It's microbial. It's microbial. <laughs> 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 this is so ridiculous. <laughs> I, uh, but man, this wonderful dinosaur, wonderful um, stuff to learn about it. But uh, is that one of those cosmic storms? Did you predict? Did they predict a supernova? Uh, uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. I think wait. Jupiter is starting to uh, spread its gases around. <laughs> Jupiter storm is flying over life. here. Is that what it's you're telling red me? Red spots expanding beyond the planet. Ah! Ah! Infinite time. Welcome to Paleobites, the place where knowledge is everything and nothing. We are beyond podcasts. We are beyond time and space, but we can see everything but exactly the way it was. We simply are.
We are, we be, therefore we are, and are not. We're like the, the universe before the Big Bang, where there was no time, no density. And after the Big Bang, when the heat death and the Big Crunch sound tends to occur. Yeah, absolute, and of course. <laughs> we know everything, and we finally have unveiled one of the greatest mysteries of the universe. What exactly did Spinosaurus look like? And it is truly a wonderful creature when we found out exactly what it looked like, exactly how it was. And since we all have this knowledge now, we do not need to repeat that. It's just superfluous. It's just superfluous. We all, it's like the air we breathe, it's like there's no air, but we don't air. So, Spinosaurus is a Spinosaurus, a standard three-dimensional life form. Unlike our seventh-dimensional beings, where we traverse through time as easily as traversing through space. This creature did not know the cosmic ether. No. Signs we know, for we see all. Diets we know, for we see all. Time, late Cretaceous, which was simultaneously 99 to 94 million years ago, as well as yesterday. And a trillion years in the future. We are seven dimensional beings who can traverse time like three dimensional beings traverse space, which we know in our advanced understanding of physics is the same thing. Time and space are the same thing. I know my blown right. <laughs> to use the old vernacular of the three dimensional forms of ours. Time, how I can We have transcended beyond. We can afford a little. Comic relief, I guess. Like, um, even seventh dimensional beings need to laugh. Yeah, eventually. it's the best time to get us laugh a little bit now. It was described in 1918, which was simultaneously. Uh, never mind. Okay. Pop culture events evolved beyond the need of pop culture. We see everything, everywhere, all at once. Which, by the way, is a good movie, perhaps. It is simultaneously infinite times and zero. Fantastic. Spinosaurus. Once we figured out what Spinosaurus actually looked like, that was truly the pinnacle of our understanding of the universe. Providing us the key to ascending to a higher realm of existence. Absolutely. And here we are. And here we'll be forever. And also never. And my love, I feel my mind stands. I see a storm! <laughs> Shut that thing off! Arms for God's sake! <laughs> Uh, that was that was trippy, man. <laughs> I, I have a headache, thanks to you. Yeah, good we, God. We've gone through a lot of different times and thought of different versions of ourselves. We just took my phone here. Okay, it is August twenty second, twenty twenty three. Okay. So yeah, they put that. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, that should be uh, good. Yeah, we're back to normal now. <sighs> look, I apologize. You know you were right about that thing. But look, I wanted to have something special for the 200th episode, you know? I mean, I, you were trying. That's fair. I was That's doing fair. something fun, you know? Like, <laughs> and what's more fun than breaking the continuum of the universe? <laughs> <laughs> Let's rate uh, it one out of 65 billion, which Ooh. we didn't do any of those other times, I just remember. I, mm, I guess, should we rate it each individual one? You know what I'm going to do? What? Uh, because this dinosaur keeps changing yes. over and over, I'm going to give it an imaginary number. Oh, 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 like mathematically speaking. Yes. Imaginary. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because imaginary numbers technically 
don't exist. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna give it a regular number. You do that. Pi. <laughs> pi. <laughs> so pi million. So, okay. That's actually not a very high score because it's still three point one. Two, no, well, pi is infinite. Actually, that's the perfect number for it. Well, no, except it's three points one four one five nine. It's still just three. Three point one four one five nine, and then the next one continue forever. There's no limit. There's no limit. I know, but it's still not four. It's less than four, though. Quantum computers haven't even figured out look, the end I, okay, to pi. Look, I, this is us trying to recover from when we were seventh dimensional beings. <laughs> <laughs> so, where we finally knew the final digit of pi. Oh, by the way, it was six. Anyway. So. <laughs> In case you're curious. Was... There you go, folks. It we finally six. know. What else would you expect it to be? It's just going to be one of the ten digits. It's just, one is it? Six? Bam. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Oh, episodes what a of this doozy. Track. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at paleobitespod at gmail.com, at paleobitespodcast at gmail.com, at paleobitespod on Twitter, not X, Twitter. It's, it's Twitter, dude. I refuse, <laughs> as does everyone else, I'm sure. Um, I haven't even changed the hyperlink to X yet. It's still Twitter. Well, I saw a thing that was like, Twitter wants your opinion. It was a recent post, and it's like, ah, uh, good old. <laughs> Elon. What a, what a way to ruin his <laughs> reputation, dude. <laughs> so, and also at Paleo Bites Podcast on Instagram, and that's where you can find me. Oh, where can they find you, Stephen? You can find me at my website, S T E P H E N C C U R R O dot com, Stephen C. dot com. I have published various short stories and uh, a novelette and poetry, and I have two novels that eventually will be published at some point in some time. One I, of these days. One come of these hell days. or high water. Come hell or high water. <laughs> Absolutely. I also have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print in Kindle. Like I said, there is, well, sometime back in the day of one of those times, my head's still real. But there is a dinosaur in it. It's one of the mutant dinosaurs that Ologex has. That's a way of getting out around whatever changes might happen to it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. This was a hell of an episode. I can still smell ether. You can smell the smoke from when everyone was smoking back in the 30s. That that smell lingers. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it lingers throughout time and space. Uh, all right, well, that's it for this week. I'll see you at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Rawr. I don't even know at this point. My brain's just... <laughs> <laughs> see you in episode 300. So long, folks. Review Spartan Dinosaur or something. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.